0: Hi, everybody, Fight Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Locked On Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue
1: Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, welcome to another edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. My name is J.J. Jackson. It's so exciting to have you here with us on our show today. Our show is brought to you by bet online bet online has you covered the season with more props odds and lines than ever before bet online where the game starts follow our show on twitter at lo underscore blue devils you can follow me on twitter at underscore jj underscore jackson underscore if you would be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown blue devils for free wherever you get your podcast you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each day be sure to also subscribe to our Lockdown blue devils youtube page To watch the show daily. Thank you for making Locked On Blue Devils your first listen every single day. All right, as we move forward here on today's edition of Locked On Blue Devils, allow me to welcome in my good buddy. It's Josh Cox from Duke Football Talks Section Seventeen Podcast. Back with me for another day this week. We're talking all things Duke football, and and Josh, I said it a moment ago, and our tease, We are sixty-six days away. from the start of the Duke football season. It's right around the corner in 66 short days. Mike Elko will be coaching the game for the Blue Devils.
0: Yeah, man, forget this basketball stuff. It's football season, man. That's right. Um, We're ready. We are ready. And I I tell you what, this this is not what this podcast is about. But, man, there's been some movement happening on the recruiting trail uh, for Duke. And if you've been following anything on social media, you're seeing uh, several guys uh, make their commitments to Duke. And so – yeah, man, it's got me. It's got me ready to go, uh, ready to, ready for that uh, season opener, uh, Temple that Friday night. I mean, I could just I can sense it already. So, looking forward to talking football for sure.
1: Yeah, let's do it. So, we're gonna go with our top five most impactful players for this upcoming season. Obviously, this is a projection, a prediction, and as the year plays out, it's kind of fun to see what this could look like. It's one hundred percent off-season chatter like we'll let you know that's what we're going for here 66 days away we haven't even jumped in to fall camp quarterbacks are a big question for a lot of people with the Duke football team but when you start to look at kind of the most impactful players it's a really interesting conversation because there is a new head coach coming in Josh right and so he is kind of working with talking about he being Mike Elko players who have already been on the roster and been established in a lot of ways in that scenario. And and these kind of most impactful players for this season are going to help set the blueprint, pun intended, for what Duke football is going to look like in the years to come.
0: Yeah. And this is, it's it's very important. It's very important because you do have your guys that were here under the previous coaching staff that are making these adjustments um, that, you know, that we've seen play, you know, for a year or two or three now. Um, And then you have, You know, your recruits that are coming in as true freshmen. um, And then you have the transfer portal. And you add all those things together. And it's going to be very interesting to see what Duke football looks like. And so, uh, yeah, five impactful players. I'm sure that we will have some crossover a little bit. um, Because I think there's a couple of obvious uh, picks on this. But I'm looking forward. Like you said, it's offseason talk, man. Who knows? We might be way off on a couple of these. Um, but I feel like you know it'll be interesting to see who you think the top five most impactful players will be and who I think they'll be, and uh, and we'll see if it, yeah. if it comes out in the wash in the fall.
1: Hit, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what you think the five most impactful players are in the YouTube comments. I know a lot of people like sending their messages uh, that way, and it's so great for debate. That's what we're looking for this time of year is mm-hmm. kind of debate amongst the Duke football community. And, I, Josh, when I sent you this topic and this prompt, I really – Wanted to leave it up to interpretation more than anything. So I kind of like sort of the what do you view to be yeah. impactful versus how do I think it be. So uh, let's jump right into it. Let's get started with you, my friend. Yeah. Number five, top five most impactful players for Duke <clears> football <throat> in twenty twenty two. Get us started with number five.
0: Yeah, so my fifth. So we're going opposite. You know, so the number one is going to be the most impactful, right? right? So we're at we're at five to one. I'm doing Daquan Johnson at number five. So he is a returning member of our secondary, played safety um, for for Duke. If, if you know anything about Duke football from last year, moving into this year, we lost 11 uh, members of our secondary. Um, and he, along with Jalen Stinson, are the only really two. Stinson was technically the, the only starter uh, that that's coming back. Daquan Johnson technically was not a starter and he had a very productive season last year over 60 tackles uh he, he filled up the stat sheet um I believe if our secondary is going to be uh, is going to be what it can be or even like middle of the road um it's gonna have to be because guys like Dequan Johnson take that next step and take that leap uh from where he was last year to where he can be this year so my number five guy I think his, his nickname is Dequan. Money. is Money <laughs> Johnson. And so he's my number five most impactful player heading into the fall.
1: The secondary is the biggest piece in all of this. Like you've got to make sure that your secondary is in a good spot. And, and yeah, I, I, I love the Daquan Johnson pick there. Uh, money, indeed, that's a money yeah. pick there for, for most impactful. And you got to make sure your defensive back end is short up and that sort of thing. All right, so I took a very literal approach here with the top five most impactful players in this one. And I know this player was not on your list. I feel pretty certain in that. I might get flack right out of the gates and this sort of thing. But, Josh, I'm just going to go for it, okay? And top five most impactful players for Duke going into the 2022 season. I'm giving some love to Charlie Ham right here. Ooh. And here's why. If you want to win football games, mm-hmm. you got to be able to put points on the board. And Charlie Ham, the place kicker for Duke, Going into his redshirt junior season, Atlanta-Jordan native last year was a member of the preseason Lou Groza award watch list. Coming back for another year, he's going to be on that list once again as one of the top kickers in all of college football. Really impressive throughout his Duke career, uh, throughout the season. Every kicker is going to have uh, some ups and downs, so to speak. But in terms of making impact, if Duke really wants to take the next – I mean, you got to put points on the board. And if the offense does stall a little bit, there's not number 21 in the backfield to hand the football off to this season in Mateo Durant. Right now we've got question marks as to what the quarterback position could look like. That's why I said, you know what, I really do think Charlie Ham will make an impact on this Duke football team. Because if you're scoring points and the other team isn't, you're winning football games, and Charlie Ham has – an immediate impact in making that happen.
0: Yeah, I like I like the pick. And you're right, he's not on my list. Uh, I, li- <laughs> I like the pick. Uh, first of all, I think Charlie's an awesome dude. Uh, great great guy. Um, but secondly, you know, there it, it, there's something to be said about having a kicker that, let's just say, let's use the 48-yard field goal. In yeah. 48 and in, you're like, we're, we're cool. We're cool with that. And, and obviously, Charlie's shown that he can hit him over 50 yards as well. But, like, if we can have – a kicker that we're like forty-five to forty-eight, and in man, it's 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 basically money, and we're gonna we're gonna take the points. Like, how, I, I guess here, here here's the way to look at it. In in years past, how many times have we said, "Oh yeah, we're gonna go for it now on fourth and five because it's a forty-three yard field goal. And we don't trust our kicker." Or right. Like, how many times have we add up? What if we did just take in the three points there? If we add that up, like how many games could we time. have won? Yeah. How many points could we have scored? So I I, I love the thought process. Of Charlie Ham, for sure.
1: Let's see how successful he could be this season, and, and that's kind of why I went with Charlie Ham there at number five. All right, four is coming up next. Let's take a quick break, and we'll get to the top four most impactful players for Duke football going in to 2022. Our show today is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting, wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, welcome back into Lockdown Blue Devils, JJ Jackson, alongside Josh Cox from Duke Football Talks Section 17 podcast. While we're here, tell me a little bit about the Section 17 podcast. 66 days away from football season, yeah. Josh. And if people aren't familiar with it, kind of give a rundown of the show.
0: Yeah, for sure. So we started, we're in our third season of podcasting. It started uh, four of us got season tickets together five or six years ago. Uh, we decided we wanted to. Tr- to create a Twitter handle (laughs) and then that morphed into a podcast. And uh, so now Facebook group, Twitter, and then we're on uh, Section 17 Podcast, wherever you find podcasts. Try to take a deep dive into Duke football. Uh, There are certain things we're good at, certain things we're probably not good at, like recruiting is not really our thing. And so we lean on other people uh, to help with recruiting. Um, But we do try to talk Duke football. We love it. We are are Duke football fans. Um, And so we have a new episode uh, knock on wood here uh, as long as our interview uh, comes through a new episode that we'll be releasing uh, within the next couple of days and so uh, check it out anywhere you find podcasts and let me say this for your Locked On uh, crew as yeah. well JJ, I don't know if you're aware of this Spotify just recently began offering star ratings awesome. on podcasts Yeah. so if you are listening to this on Spotify, make sure you give a 5 star rating for Locked On Blue Devils and if you'd be so kind, uh, head over to Section 17 Podcasts. here's what I like about it JJ, this is this is good. Uh, Spotify can track your listening history, and so they will not allow you to rate a podcast that you have not listened to for X amount of time. So, like, you actually have to listen to the podcast, all right, in yeah. order to rate it. So, so when you get a five star rating on Spotify, it's it from a legit something. listener. Yeah, <laughs> man. So really get over there and take care of that on Spotify. Of course, also do it on YouTube. You know, subscribe and like. Uh, same with Apple Podcast rate and review, but the new thing is Spotify now. You can you can get that five star rating. So look,
1: we, we love five star ratings however we can get them. I do love the Spotify angle because it's like, yeah, now I'm listening to the show. I know you're over there listening. For all of our other podcast platform listeners, uh, you know, you may feel like I've already listened to that once and now I have to listen to Spotify for my reviewed account, whatever you do to make it happen. We appreciate it, and we're grateful for it. All right, let's jump right back into our conversation today. Uh, most impactful Duke football players for 2022. Hit me with number four, Josh.
0: Okay, so my number five was Daquan Johnson. Uh, my number four is Eli Penko. Eli Penko, you say, Josh, what about Jalen Calhoun? Listen, Jalen Calhoun is my guy, all right? So, <laughs> number one, I love Jalen. We have a personal friendship, his dad, and like uh, we – We're, we're really good. We love Jalen. Yeah. We're taking for granted that Jalen's going to be Jalen. Right. Right. I'm taking for granted that Jalen's going to be Jalen. I believe if we have the offense that Kevin Johns wants us to have, that Eli Panko is going to have a breakout season. Eli Panko is athletic. Eli Panko can play multiple positions as wide out. He can play in the slot. He can play on the outside. He's fast as lightning. Plus, he brings an energy, man. He brings an energy to this team when he's on the field and he's getting the football um, that I believe could be a big help. Uh, During spring practice, uh, we saw Eli back with some of the uh, punt return and kick return guys as well. Some, I don't know if that will be a role that he plays. Um, But I believe if this – if Kevin Johns is going to see us stretch the field a little bit more and we're going to put more points on the board and we're going to throw the ball down the field a little bit more – if that be the case, then the number four most impact, impactful player going into the fall is going to be Eli Panko. Now, you could argue Daryl Harding in the same vein. That's fine if you want to put both those guys there. But but Jalen's going to be Jalen. Jalen's yeah. going to get his. If we're good, it's going to be because someone else is also having a great season. My money's on Eli Pankle.
1: I like that. I like that. I think Eli is a great selection. And you may hear from me uh, on Eli here in just a little bit because I think that you're right. The offense will be better if more of those wide receivers can get involved and have an impact. A lot of Jake Bobo last season Mm -hmm. at the wide receiver position for Duke and Jalen Calhoun making plays closer to the line of scrimmage really important. Helps an offense when you've got a playmaker that can do something like that, but just having different dynamics in your offensive passing game, I think is pretty important. I'm going to go number four, Dwayne Carter. Mm-hmm. Defensive defensive lineman for the Blue Devils, uh, going into last season, had barely seen the field really at all, hadn't made much of an impact. And before the year ever even started, he's a representative that Coach Cutcliffe sent to ACC kickoff to speak in front of the media, the nation, to kind of send out the message of what Duke football was going to be. Mike Yelko is a smart guy, and he understands – that Dwayne Carter is one of the leaders on this football team. Where Dwayne goes, the team goes, everyone wants to follow his lead. He is a lead-by-example type player, and he's afraid – or he's not afraid to kind of hype the defensive up vocally or whatever it looks like in that regard. Way more productive on the defensive line this past season as he was two seasons prior. And I think, once again, he's going to take another step forward. Just a big body in the ACC. It's a war of trenches and Division One Power Five football, and that is something that Mike Elko really takes pride in, looking at his AM units over the past few seasons. So uh, I, I think Dwayne Carter will have a huge impact on this Duke football team.
0: Well, JJ, welcome to my my headspace, man. We can actually <laughs> – this is a perfect transition. I like my it. number three most impactful player for Duke football going into the season is look Dwayne look Carter. Dwayne <laughs> Carter. So um, I agree with you 100%. He's the captain, man. He is the captain of this team. And as Dwayne goes, this team will go. Um, I believe that it's important for him to transition into you know this new Mike Delco defense, even though I know there may be some similarities in the, in the structure of it. I believe the scheme is going to be different, and it's going to be a, a little bit maybe more complex on the defensive side of the football, which is a good thing, I believe. And And, and once again, like you mentioned, his leadership skills. I mean, this guy – who was trusted by the previous coaching staff to be a captain with, with really not much experience. And, and so uh, Dwayne Carter, look, we've seen uh, coach Feely get these guys in the weight room. Um, You know, hopefully we're going to see even more, you know, bulk on some of these guys and and get their, and their speed where it needs to be. And, And let's face it, you mentioned it, man, the trenches, the trenches is where you win and lose football games. And so I'd love to see the interior defensive line, you know, I think of, of Dwayne Carter, his running mate, kind of there, uh, uh, Nias Peebles. Peebles. Uh, those kind of th- those guys are are good friends, and and uh, and and they kind of make up the starting interior defensive line. So I'm with you 100%. Dwayne Carter is my number three pick for most impactful football player going into the fall.
1: And this is how similar we're thinking alike, and knowing what's to come, I think we'll continue to have a very similar list. I had Eli Panko at number three, and I've always been there someone you. who um, speaks more about the offense than the defense. In a lot of ways, I can understand the offense more than the defense. Are you scoring points or no? And, and I do think we talk about the offense that Kevin Johns is bringing over, quarterback the big looming question mark. But to truly be a dynamic offense, there's got to be a threat to go over the top and extend the back end of the secondary. I think Eli Panko could be that guy. And going into last season – we had a lot of Eli Pankle discussions in the mix of Jake Bobo and Jalen Calhoun and that mm-hmm. wide receiver group. And unfortunately, there just weren't as many football passes to go around for everybody to get their fair share. The way the offense was operating last year, being so run-reliant as Duke was with Mateo Durant in the backfield, that's why I just, Eli's bound to have a really good football season and the versatility – of having a deep threat is just so big for any offense.
0: Yeah, it's like we said earlier, and I, I won't belabor the point. It's going to be somebody. If if we have a, if we take the next step as an offense, which Kevin Johns, if you look at his track record, we're going to take the next step. Yeah, if we're going to take the next step, if it's not Eli Pankle, it's going to have to be John Tavius Robertson, or it's going to have to be, you know, what I mean, it's, it's going to have to be Daryl Harding Jr. It's going to have to be somebody. Because we're going to have to throw the ball more. And Jalen's not catching. They're not throwing to Jalen every time. So so there's yeah. going to be more than, than, than just him. And so I love the pick, man. And, and, and once again, I, I'm, a, I'm an Eli Panko fan. So I'm on board with you for sure.
1: All right, perfect. Well, let's get set for the top two. The most impactful players here of Duke football going into the 2022 season in just a moment. Here on Locked On Blue Devils, my name is JJ Jackson, the host of the podcast, and I want to let you know about some other great podcasts out there on our Locked On Podcast Network. Get more on the ACC by making Locked On ACC your second listen every day. Host Candace Cooper and the local experts of Locked On take you across the ACC in 30 minutes. Make Locked On ACC your second listen here today. Also be sure to check out Locked On Hornets. That's right. In the state of North Carolina, our NBA team, the Charlotte Hornets, a great podcast done every day. Walker Mel, Doug Branson do a great job talking all things Buzz City. A former Duke men's basketball player, Mark Williams, was drafted by the Hornets a week ago. So make sure you go and support Locked On Hornets. Moving forward here on today's edition of Locked On Blue Devils. Again, J.J. Jackson alongside Josh Cox from Duke Football Talks Section 17 podcast number two who's number two for you on our five most impactful players
0: all right here we go i i'm gonna i'm gonna put money that we do not have the, the same one and two okay all right put money all right on it. here we go here we go you ready yeah uh, my number two most impactful player heading into the fall is a transfer and it is okay. former iowa state defensive back and now current Duke blue devil, blue, blue devil, Detron young, uh, the, his friends call him speedy. And I like that. Yeah. Um, so he, he started uh, two seasons there at Iowa state. Um, one of those two seasons he was named to an all, uh, big 12, uh, team there in the secondary. Um, we've spoken about it. I spoke about it at the beginning with DeQuan Johnson, that the secondary scares me the most Obviously, on this team with losing 11 guys. Um, and I believe that that Young is gonna come in and be a starter immediately. There, in fact, I don't I don't feel like there's any way he's not he can't yeah. he has to be a starter immediately. And so uh, between he and Jalen Stinson and Daquan Johnson, that's gonna make up, you know, uh, I, I, I guess you'd say that that would make up the elder statesman uh, there in the secondary. We also did land um, another transfer, um, Joiner, I believe. I, I got to pull. Let's see here. I think I got to pull Darius Joiner. Uh, he's a safety. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what his impact will be. Uh, but but Speedy, Speedy yeah. Young man is my guy. Uh, by the way, kudos to the coaching staff for for seeing the issues that we had in the secondary for going heavily after that in the transfer portal. And so DeTron Young, Speedy Young is my number two most impactful player heading into the fall.
1: Well, you're the big winner here because you're right. It's not the same when we look at our list. But you talk about Johnson and Young in the back end of the secondary. That's got to improve for Duke to be successful. It, it, it's great to have someone like Dwayne Carter up front. Nice people's rushing the passer, making things happen there uh, on the defensive side of the football but if you don't have a back into the secondary to help you out a little bit when the ball's thrown down the field, it doesn't matter what that defensive front looks like. And so uh, with that being said, the Johnson and Young picks, I like them a whole lot, and I do think Young is going to have a big-time impact. For me, number two, another wide receiver, I'm going to go Jalen Calhoun and a really kind of, once again, literal uh, understanding for me of impactful players this mm-hmm. season. He is so good, Josh, at playing around the line of scrimmage some people might want to only call him a screen wide receiver or whatever you would like to for this upcoming season Uh, but that's someone's got to be able to catch the football and move and pick up yards in some variety for you and when you don't have the experience running back in the backfield like Mateo Duran I think that's why Jalen Calhoun becomes more valuable and then not to mention the quarterback changeover that you're currently experiencing whether it's Jordan Moore or Riley Leonard that comes in when you're throwing those passes a little bit closer to the line of scrimmage, it's only going to improve your confidence once you see the chains moving and the ball moving and the offense kind of being more versatile. Jalen Calhoun is going to have that direct of an impact, and that's why I've got to put him at number two because I truly think he he's going to make a big-time impact on that offense.
0: Yeah, and I can't argue with that. As I said earlier, the only reason I didn't, Um, list him in this top five for me is that I'm already kind of taking him for granted. And maybe I shouldn't do that, but I'm already taking him for granted that in his senior season, uh, a guy who stuck it out through the coaching change, uh, you know, when other guys do that. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing against those other guys that everybody's got to do what's right uh, for themselves. But Jalen did, and he he stuck it out. Um, He's explosive. He's got great hands. Um, I would, I would love to see this year, Um, him take that step of leadership and I don't not that he's not been a leader in his own right, but I'd like to see him take that next step of leadership in that, in that wide receiver room. Um, I believe guys naturally would respect him. Uh, Shout out to Jalen, by the way, just this, uh, this weekend, he held his first uh, football camp uh, for kids. And so shout out, shout out to Jalen for that. Uh, But I love it, man. I I agree. Uh, The quarterback situation at Duke is what it is. And for them to have a guy, uh, in that wide receiver room that they know, that they know, that they know they can count on is going to be super important this year.
1: Big time. All right, let's let's uh, let's get on to number one, our most impactful players for Duke football going into the season. Who you got at number one?
0: Well, I mean, I, I, took a, I took a little bit of liberty here, and we may have the same thing here. I'm not sure. I took a little bit of liberty. Um, you can either call it my number one most impactful player is QB1. Yeah or my most impactful football player is a toss up between Riley Leonard and Jordan (laughs) Moore um now I don't know who's none of us do Mike Elko and Kevin Johns don't know so like I love it when football fans are like tweeting us like hey who's going to be the starting quarterback we're like bro like they don't know like uh, there's no way we know." expect
1: us to know yeah
0: yeah um but whoever wins that job and maybe we go to a, you know, a, a dual quarterback, you know, situation, which is okay. That's fine with me. Um, but that quarterback position is the most impactful at the end of the day, Kevin Johns. We brought Kevin Johns in because he's an offensive wizard. Number one, he's a quarterback coach. Number two, if you look in, in his past, especially uh, most recently at Memphis, you've seen what he's done with quarterbacks. Uh, You've seen the way that he will tailor make his offense around a quarterback. That's why I think it's very interesting to see if they name like a legitimate number one, because if they do that, I think that could radically change the way Kevin John structures his offense. And so listen, Riley has things that he is really good at. He throws the ball uh, more accurately. He's a bigger, taller quarterback that can see over the defense a little bit better He's an underrated runner as well. He's got a little bit of Daniel Jones in him in that in that sense that he can really get out there and run if he needs to. But he's more of a power runner. He's yeah. more of the guy that's you know if if it's fourth and one, you can QB sneak him. He's going to get you that yard. Um. By the way, side note: please QB sneak him and don't throw <laughs> don't don't don't, don't uh, hike the ball back four yards when you only need one. Anyway, um. But uh, is that guy. But Jordan Moore. Jordan, I believe, has improved his passing uh, from what we saw during spring practice and even some in the spring game as well. He's improved his passing, but where Jordan Moore gives you just elite level of football is when he, he's running the ball and he, you can't catch him. I mean, he's he's crazy. Um, he's got some elite level of athleticism. The really neat thing about these two guys, and I mean this legitimately, like we've seen them off camera. Okay, We've seen them interacting like where there's no anything official around. These two guys are like best friends. Yeah. Like they have they get along so well. Um, they legitimately want to push each other to be better football players. And so my number one most impactful player is Riley Leonard and Jordan Moore, QB one, whoever that winds up being for Duke Football.
1: I, I like QB one and and obviously. I think that's the right answer, Josh. Like if a team, if a football team wants to be impactful, that's why I kind of took the liberty of, of putting Charlie Ham, a kicker on there at number five. It's all about scoring points mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And I really do think Charlie Ham's is going to be great for this football team. It's also the quarterback spot has just got to be great for Duke to truly move forward. For me, like you're saying, the coaching staff doesn't even know who that guy is going to be right now? How are we supposed to know? And so while I should just end the episode in the conversation right here, agreeing with you, saying that it's gonna be QB one, I just was like I I what's the name? Who is it gonna be? You know what right, I'm saying? Right, so, right. Fair um, enough. That, that was the internal struggle for me. It, and it, I and don't just know so, who just it's so, going to be.
0: Just so everybody knows we did not throw these at each other beforehand. This yeah, is Yeah, this is so
1: Yep, I like it. Um, yep. so for number one. I want Shaka Hayward just because Mm -hmm. of the impact that you're going to see. I mentioned he's already been named to Phil Steele's All-ACC team, a preseason team, a third team at that linebacker spot, 97 tackles a season ago, led that unit for Duke defensively. I mentioned how much Mike Elko loves his defensive linemen and getting after you. He also loves a thumper at the linebacker spot. And number 42, Shaka Hayward's going to have a huge impact for Duke football this season.
0: Man, I, I I can't agree more with you. And and once again, I think Shaka on the defensive side of the football is kind of the way I was thinking about Jalen Calhoun on the offensive side. I'm I'm almost, almost taking these granted. guys for granted. Yeah. yeah, like Shaka's gonna get yeah. right at 100 tackles. We know it. He's going to. Now, what what is going to be interesting? And I really I really mentioned is is how much four three will we see? Um, you know, I know that Coach Elko's scheme is is a 5 scheme. It's a little bit different than what we've been running under David Cutcliffe. Um, but I would I will be interested to see if I'd love to see Shaka in like that legitimate like middle linebacker role. Cause I believe, man, I think he can flourish there. Um, because I feel like we've got the we've got the horses in the linebacker room, uh, you know, to definitely run a four three. Yeah. That's something uh,
1: that you've talked about this offseason, John. I mean, in our early yeah. conversations when uh, you know, we were talking about strengths and weaknesses and just going kind of position group by position group. You've been the first to say, Josh, that, yeah, yeah, Shaka Hayward is the leader of that group, but going into the season, what is so exciting is that there are several guys in that linebacker <laughs> room that it's like, he should probably get to play some. You know, you yeah. have a lot of impact players that are in that room.
0: You do, and Shaka's the leader of them. And I, and I will say this, too. I, <clears throat> You know, we, we've gotten to know some of the players personally. Um, Shaka seems to be the lead by example. like Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my talking on the field, guy, and you need those guys. You've got other guys like Dwayne Carter, Eli Pancol, that have a little bit more of that like outgoing and like type expressive. A personality. Yeah, yeah, correct. Uh, but but every football team needs to needs all different types of guys, and Shaka seems to be the guy that's like, you guys can say whatever you want to, do whatever you want to. I'm gonna go out there on the field, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have twelve tackles. You know this game, yeah. You know, to me that kind of thing. Like he's that kind of guy, and man, I, I I love Shaka, um, and and I believe he will be definitely impactful, um, on this football team. So we took a little, we took a little bit of a yeah. different approach, um, to this. And like I said, man. I mean, yeah. I feel bad <laughs> if Shaka and Jalen happen to hear this. Like, you no, know, those are my guys. I, there, there's so much that I take it for granted. So yeah.
1: <laughs> That's perfect. Well, that was our five most impactful players for this Duke football team going into this upcoming season. A lot of fun. Let us know what you thought. Send us your messages on Twitter. I'm at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore at Joshua Cox at Duke FB talk. Check out the show at LO underscore Blue Devils. Josh, it's a pleasure as always to catch up with you here on the program again. I do want people to go support the Section 17 podcast. You guys have a cool episode coming out later this week. But what I want you to do right now is, if people missed our show yesterday, where we recap some of the NBA draft, Tell us a little bit about what you and I
0: just talked about yesterday. Yeah, so we talked about uh, Duke and the NBA, man. The yeah. NBA draft that happened last week. And uh, this five-player five, uh, five player draft that Duke put out there, uh, we talked about the fit uh, for Paulo and Mark uh as our top two draft picks and then aj right after him and then uh you know how happy we were for wendell and then trevor hey what do we think about this the second round where he landed with the knicks and so yeah. if you haven't yet check that out you need to uh, we will we're all about duke sports right, right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a football first guy but man historically i'm a basketball guy that's just the way it is and uh, so if you haven't listened uh earlier this week make sure you check that out
1: Josh, the time is always greatly appreciated. I'm looking forward to seeing you again next week on Lockdown Blue Devils, okay?
0: Absolutely, man. Have a great week, JJ.
1: That is Josh Cox from Duke Football Talk, Section 17 Podcast joining us here today on the program. And that's going to do it for our show today. We hope you enjoyed our top five impactful players for Duke football in 2022. I'm going to do that same conversation teaser with Josh Cox for the men's basketball team going into next season. That'll be coming up next week. So that's what something you can look forward to from me and Josh. So that's going to do it for today's show. As always, go do I'll talk to you tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.